Hey girl, and you are tuned in to She Believe He Could podcast. She Believe He Could is a declaration, period. I mean, we are encouraging women across the nation to believe again. Despite what it looks like, despite how you may feel, listen, those emotions is taken to the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like we are declaring something that's more powerful than our own being. We are declaring that we might not can't do it in our own strength, in our own willpower, but we know somebody who can. And so we're taking that to the father. We're laying down all the things that we are in this world. And so I just want to open up and share my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. And yes, your girl is all of those things. Amen. Hey girl, welcome back to She Believe He Could podcast. Listen, I truly do appreciate you. I get on this microphone in faith that God will truly just do what he do. And I am grateful. This week is episode nine. And so I'm excited to jump right on in and talk about get your faith back. Okay, get your faith back. So we are going to be in the book of Jeremiah this week. So Buckle up, grab your Bible, grab your pen, your highlighter, your notebook, whatever it takes, because this is finna get good. I want to read this to y'all. It's, um, again, it's Jeremiah. It's the little, little short bio about him in the study version of the application Bible. And it says, Jeremiah responded to all this with God's message in human tears. He felt firsthand God's love for his people and the people's rejection of that love. But even when he was angry with God and tempted to give up, Jeremiah knew he had to keep going. God had called him to endure. He expressed intense feelings, but saw beyond the feelings to, to the God who was soon to execute justice, but who afterward would show mercy. It may be very easy for us to identify with Jeremiah's frustrations and discouragement, but we need to realize that the prophet's life is also an encouragement to faithfulness. It says lessons from his life, and I highlighted two. God will not accept empty or insincere worship. Serving God does not guarantee earthly security. And it's so... That brought so much to the light for me because endurance is not a common quality. Like nobody wants to go through the storm. Like nobody wants to go through the fire. But in reality, sometimes that is necessary. Like you really do have to endure that to know, A, that God can bring you through anything and that he truly is walking with you. He's with you right now, whatever that looks like, whatever that may be. But two, that you have the the strength and the capacity to see it through. You know, I, I believe that in, in my life that I've gone through things to make me better, to make me stronger, to build faith um, in the Lord. And, you know, when they say there was it was nobody but God, truly, it was nobody but God because I didn't see a way out. You know, like truly, I didn't, I didn't know where I was going to get the money. I didn't know when it was going to happen, but it did, it showed up. And so in those moments, you really do give God the glory. And so you really do have to thank him 
before it even happened, just believing in him that it is happening already. And that on the other side of that problem or that issue or whatever that is, it is already done. And so you stressing out and worrying and all this, it's really pointless to him because it just shows doubt and it just shows that you're not really trusting and believing that he can do this for you. And even if it doesn't turn out the way that you see it in your head or in your mind, you have to remember that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways and that his way is always better. You know, sometimes I, I think that we believe that God, you know, we pray to him and we believe that he's just going to do it, you know, like because he's such a good, good father, you know, there is no. God doesn't have a no in his vocabulary, but he does because he disciplines and he directs and he redirects because we get out of line way too often as human body and as people, you know, the Israelites was a testimony to that, like because of the sin and because of the rebellion, um, God had to show them basically who was God and that you will, um, you know, you will turn back and your knee will bow at my name, but I have to show you because telling you and sending you a prophet is not enough. So I need you to endure a little bit and even maybe even suffer. And I think a lot of us, we kind of get away from that suffering part because we, you know, you're thinking, oh, God wouldn't. He wouldn't allow suffering um, on me. You know, that's the devil. That's the devil. Like, no, we give the, the devil way too much credit. Like suffering does not always have to come from the devil. Um, I believe that in that way, we are ordering our own steps. And if we fall into a, a um, if we fall into a trap, it's in our own doing. But when it's suffering from the Lord, it's, it's coming in, in a way that God has his loving hand on it and you won't get burned in the fire and you'll come out of that storm untouched and unwavered. You may be shooken up. <laughs> you may feel like you there was no end to it. But when you do come out on the other side, you know that it was nobody but God. And so sometimes there is suffering because God is showing you he's teaching you. He's molding you as the potter that he is there will be some suffering and when we don't get it right as human people he will just crush us flatten us out ball us back up and start trying to mold again he doesn't give up and i'm so grateful for that that he's not a god that just will just throw us away or completely walk away from when we when we're just not getting it right right so i know for me personally there was many times where i stumbled and bumped my head many times and and, and I had to wake up from that, right? And so with Jeremiah, God was just showing me so much of, you know, his life and what it took to be successful. And many around him didn't think Jeremiah was successful. They thought he was um, pretty useless, to be uh, honest with you. They just thought that he was just all bluff, all talk, all smoke, like he wasn't doing anything. Um, in fact... Jeremiah basically was encouraging the people um, to kind of get comfortable in exile because that's where God has you. And so there was there was one part of the scripture here that I absolutely love. Let me see if I can find it. And it's towards the end of this book. Um, like I said, you really do have to read Jeremiah in full in order to completely grasp um 
you know, the good and the bad of Jeremiah's story. And it wasn't necessarily bad in, you know, bad in a way for Jeremiah, but just, you know, there are good days and bad days, right? So that's kind of how I was looking at it. So right here, um, I was reading um, chapter 29, right before you get to chapter 30, where restoration is promised. It says, Jeremiah's truth from God offered temporary correction and long-range benefit, while the false teacher's lies offered only temporary comfort and long-range punishment. So check this out. So I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good because how many of us are quick to say, you know, when we start reading off in Jeremiah, Oh, God, you know, before I was born in my mother's womb, you knew me, Lord. Like, you set me apart and appointed me as your prophet to the nations. Okay, we call, God called us to this, right? Like, we are called in the spirit to be heaven on earth, right? Okay, that's like in chapter 1 or so um, when we read in that scripture. But then you get to chapter 29 and... From chapter 1 to 29, think about all the trials and the tribulations that you must have encountered. Um, good, bad, ugly, all of it, right? And so you you stumble up on verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Okay, so you start to get your faith back a little bit. You was like, okay, God, like I know that whatever this is, is only for your good, like I know that on the other side of this, there, um, you know, you're going to have something for me. Like, I'm not going to give up. So imagine you on this journey, right? As Jeremiah was because he was called to be a prophet. So in, in, in his span, like, that's all he did. He was a messenger for the Lord. So he did a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. And a lot of us don't like back and forth. We just want to keep going. But sometimes you have to take a step back in order to go ahead. Like you have to, sometimes you do completely have to stop and then start over again. So all that back and forth, some of us wouldn't be able to handle. But then to get right at the end of chapter 29, going into uh, chapter 30, where restoration is promised. It says, Jeremiah sent the letter here to Babylon, predicting that our captivity will be a long one. He said, build homes and plan to stay, plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Let me tell you, they were not trying to hear that. They just wanted up. They wanted to be out of it. Like they didn't want to be in exile anymore. They weren't trying to build no homes. They weren't trying to plan to stay. They was not trying to hear it. But the false leaders was giving them temporary comfort, making them feel that what their 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 circumstance or their happenstance was was um, truly short-term, that it wasn't really going to be what they thought it was going to be. So that it kind of made Jeremiah be out to look like a liar or that he was the false prophet. You see how that completely turned on Jeremiah? And so it says that Jeremiah's truth from God offered temporary correction and long-range benefit while the false teacher's lies offered only temporary comfort and long-range punishment. And what I truly loved about, you know, as I was just sitting with God and in his presence and he was just reassuring me that it's not always going to look like this. You know, whether there's frustration, uncertainty, that is just for a season. It's not always going to look 
and feel and be like this like you're gonna you're gonna keep moving forward in life you know and allowing God to order your steps but there it's not always gonna be like this and so you can have faith in that that there is a tomorrow you know God willing there is a tomorrow and your tomorrow won't be like your yesterday and so with that we can kind of just have a little peace and knowing that okay God, today wasn't a good day for me, but I am trusting and believing in you for more, you know, whatever that looks like in regards to, you know, your life, your work, school, children, husband, um, whatever that looks like, girl, like plant yourself in Jeremiah. So until next time, girlfriend, holla.